0: You're listening to Rewire with Susan, the podcast for you to learn in 12 minutes or less, software development topics in the most simple way, and acquire some guidance for your career in tech. Strap up and let's go. Here's your host, Susan. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Rewire with Susan. Hey, it's another Tuesday and I'm excited to be here. I hope you had a good week. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the different ways to get through conflicts in a software engineering team. So if you're an engineer, product owner, um, a product manager, an engineering manager, I encourage you to listen to this or to share with someone that is or works closely with people that are in this, working in this space. As you know, or may not, if, it's, if this is your first time, first of all, if this is your first time here, oh my goodness, you have missed. <laughs> anyway, you're welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, secondly, if if this is not your first time here, um, welcome back. As you know, for those of you that have listened to this before, um, this is the second part of a three-part series. Um, and the title of the series is Handling Conflicts in a Software Engineering Team. So last week, we talked about um, the different causes of conflicts among engineers and other people, other folks that work in, in tech teams. So this week, we're going to be talking about the different ways that you can you know, get over or walk through those issues, sort of resolve them. <laughs> Now, before we go on, I'd like to mention, for those of you that don't know, I have a YouTube channel and on that channel, I talk about things tech, lifestyle, and faith. So um, if you're interested in that kind of content, you should check out the link in the description to see my YouTube channel, subscribe, share with your friends, like the videos. Um, Secondly, I am going to be speaking at a conference by Women Who Code, WWC. Um, It's the largest community of tech women all around the world. And I am going to be speaking on one of our amazing topics, um, improving communication for the introverted engineer. Um, If you want to be a part of that conference, there is, it's a virtual conference, by the way, so you should check that out. Um, It's online. You can register to be a part of the conference. And yeah, so yes, if you're interested in being a part of the conference, just check the description and register um, to be a part of it. Um, so let's get into today's episode. I'm going to be talking about some of the ways to resolve them, right? And you know, um, I wouldn't necessarily say resolve because at the end of the day, there's a handful of issues that you can resolve. Not all issues are completely resolved, right? But at least being able to walk through them is important. You know, it might not be something that gets resolved all at once. It might be a progressive, you know, solution. So it's important to also keep that in mind. Okay, so the first thing is you want to detect them early. And this typically applies to both personal and work-related issues or conflicts. You know, it's easier for the work-related ones because You can spot them in code reviews (laughs) like if two software engineers are loggerheads or are not agreeing um, you could easily spot it during a code review maybe the tone being used and things like that you can also spot it during stand-up dialogues (laughs) but personal ones may need a bit more observation especially within you know remote teams most software teams are now remote so it might not be very, you know, clear when two software engineers are having a personal conflict. So this one way to spot could be, you know, asking the right questions during your one-on-one sessions, you know, and ensuring that people are not keeping things or storing things because when things like this blow up or when it gets accumulated, it could be. You know it could be a disaster <laughs> could be it could be a, a huge disaster so another thing is bringing up the conversation to a bigger group right so for example with a conflict that comes about from deciding on the app's architecture it might be worth bringing up to an unbiased group so say other senior developers a technical engineering manager someone that is a bit more you know senior or just someone else with fresh eyes you know it could even be just other members on the team you know to look objectively and weigh both decisions and decide which one is worth taking a risk on right because in most cases the only reason why there's a conflict in making a decision is because both of them involve some level of risk Right, So um, it, it might be worth it to present it to a, a bigger group right? To, to look into it and make a decision. Now, the third one um, that I think sounds simple but goes a long way is hopping on the call as opposed to being the keyboard warrior. Now, many people don't really get excited when they hear coming up on a quick call is like, oh my goodness. No, we can't hop on a quick call. But yeah, sometimes, you know, hopping on that quick call makes it a huge difference, right? This has happened to me a lot of times, you know, and it usually applies to pull requests. You know, when someone has comments and reviews all over the code and you have to answer them, sometimes the true context of what you're saying and even the tone might not be clear with text, so, for example, someone might be saying something like, um, just picture this. Um, so, no, can you take a look at this link for more insight into how it is used? And you as the writer and the, in quotes, defensive person over your code, you're reading it this way. No, can you take a look at this link for more insight into how it is used? So you're reading it in an angry tone. Meanwhile, the person isn't writing it that way. So sometimes it might be worthwhile jumping on a quick call with your code reviewer. And apart from this de-escalating the issue, this would also save you guys a huge chunk of time. So it's really useful. The fourth thing is... Sometimes you just need to involve your manager, right? There are times where it becomes necessary to involve your manager. This could be your team lead or even your PM, you know, especially when it becomes a personal conflict, the engineering manager rather than not the PM. Sometimes the PM, but, you know, it depends on how your team is structured. The engineering manager is really the people manager. So that would be the ideal person to have a conversation about this with. But yeah, um, if you see that it could affect you, this conflict could affect you in the future, or you even see that what the person in question is doing could affect other people, it might be wise to bring it up because really in a lot of cases, you might even find out that you're not the only one having that complaint. So reporting it would go a long way. Another thing to do is bringing in the leadership or HR some conflicts might also need HR you know to get involved and as much as this is not always the norm you know there are most cases that are sorted before it gets to this point but there are also cases that you know maybe involve sexual harassment or cases that even involve your manager right and it might need you to bring in someone else outside the picture so discussing it with hr might in some cases be the way to go but there are lots of cases where <laughs> when cases get to this level it usually doesn't go well so again this depends largely on the type of company you're in um, so yeah just make sure that you're weighing the options and seeing you know the best possible People that can actually support you and the final thing um, (laughs) Is Saying goodbye, you know, in some cases the best thing you can really do for yourself is pack your bags Return your laptop and say goodbye You know, of course don't forget to return your laptop. Just kidding. But most times it might be a difficult feat to change things in a toxic work environment. So rather than torturing yourself and you know dreading being at work every day, you might need to walk away. These are some of the ways that you might want to consider. So we're going to put a pause here and um, continue next week. I hope you've learned a thing or two about resolving conflicts within your team. Next week, we're going to be talking about some things to keep in mind when having conflicts resolving conversations (laughs) it sounds funny just saying it out loud but yeah we're going to be talking about that next week and i will see you in next week's episode peace head on over to rewirewithsusan.com to catch up on all episodes and don't forget to subscribe to your podcast player and drop a review if you like this show